Um, yes. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's uh, a Mean Girls Interrupted. It is a movie recap and review podcast where we will spoil yeah. every part. Of, well, we Spoiler will spoil alert. the movie. Spoiler alert. We're going to. So if you don't like recaps, if you don't like spoilers and you have to watch something before you hear someone talk about it, then this is not for you right this, now. This isn't for you now, but you can come back. We just want to let you know up top. We it, will spoil yeah, the movie. Rotten. It's going to be filled with rotten, gross, maggotry, and yep. uh, other such horrific uh, visuals. Because I'm also talking about uh, trying to set the tone, I think, rather effectively. Yeah. That this is a, a spooky time. This is our first episode of our October double feature spooky ooky um extravaganza con I would say yeah I would agree yeah <laughs> and uh today so each uh each week we are releasing two episodes as part of our double feature and they are two ooky spooky movies um so this week we're or this week we are talking about terrifier 2 and smile and you're tuned into the terrifier 2 episode currently this is going to be terrifier 2 uh apparently it's going back to the movie theaters oh Um, really oh that makes a lot of sense it is a halloween movie it's going back to theaters i think only in los angeles though which makes sense i mean limited release yeah limited release even though it already released once um um, so yeah for those of you out there who have watched terrifier 1 so John and I love a spooky movie. We should have been a scary movie podcast, but we chose to do we like other to, things. We like to capture a broad audience is what we, we like do. to do. But <laughs> we do prefer horror movies because a lot of times they're just more fun. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of Terrifier 1. I didn't watch um, Terrifier 1, but I gave but myself a little treat because I'd never watched it. I did yeah. start it once. Once I started it and I got five minutes in and not because I didn't want to watch it. I was just like, I'm not ready for this right now. You have to be in a particular type of mood. If it's anything like Terrifier 2, um, you, I, I, so I, yeah, I, I procrastinated watching Terrifier 2 because there was a lot of talk about Terrifier 2 whenever it first came out. Was the talk about the violence? (laughs) Yeah. Because they weren't short on it. I know, and I don't really like shy away from violence and gore and body horror. No, but, but sometimes, the, yeah, and like the the preamble to to this movie with like the hype about this movie was that it pushes some envelopes, um, it pushes some some uh some some buttons, maybe. Well, were they wrong? <clears throat> I don't think no, so. No, and they because... weren't. So, but thinking of that, I was like, oh, I mean, I'm like, it's dinner time, and I'm like eating. <laughs> Like, do I turn on Terrifier 2 casually, just like watch it for the podcast? <laughs> and like, I don't and, think this is a casual uh, watch. This is a prepare yourself for get ready. If you, I, I think we should say this yeah. up top. If you are somebody who does not like yeah. gore, does not like violence. Just like, listen to us talk about it and to get the experience of Terrifier 2 because you will I mean, not want to watch this movie. I was there's parts of me that like while i was watching it i was like you know what i'm gonna have like nightmares i'm i know i'm gonna have trauma from this movie 
which is so uh, wild because yeah. I could not tell. And I'm going to be completely honest with all of you right now. I don't know if this movie is a horror comedy or yeah. it's just crazy. I kind of, I don't yeah. want to get into my review yet. We'll get into <clears throat> it at the end, but I yeah. do think there's a lot there's a lot going on, so I think we're going to have yeah, to abridge the there, recap. There is a lot going on. And we have to abridge the recap for this one because it is. Because it's more of a conversation starter. It's a conversation movie. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. So just to get into it. I, like, I, let me say this. Yeah. This movie does start with what happens at the end of the first one. Oh, is that what's going on? I didn't yes. know, but I figured as much like the return of uh, Art the Clown. Yes. Yeah. So at the end of this, it, it literally, no, it literally starts right where, how it the other, where it left off in the first okay. one. So well, you're getting a piece of it's just a continuation. So Art the Clown is just going from one insane murder spree to the next is what you're trying to tell me pretty much and uh it all takes place basically within like i I will tell you this if you guys have watched terrifier one you know that there is a murder scene in there that is so incredibly insane (laughs) it is so wild to me and i was like this is unreal like this is well, a lot of it, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so, all right, so let's just, like, talk let's about get into it. the. Let's get into Terrifier 2, but go watch seen, Terrifier yeah. 1 if you want to. You don't necessarily sure. need to. You really don't. I wasn't lost at all. But, um, so, Terrifier 2, I feel like, for me, not having seen it yet, I had just known what it is because it does make an impact in the zeitgeist of movies, I would say. It's, so it's so it shocking and crazy. It's one of those, yes. Yeah. And so whenever, whenever, okay. All right. So let's get into our little specs first, because that's what we do here on Mean Girls Interrupted. Yep. Um, so Terrifier 2 came out last year, and uh, it <laughs> is uh, pretty popular, I would say. Like, it's directed by Damien Leone. Also written written by it as well and he was also the editor it's like definitely like a one-man show in a lot of regards and which honestly that's i mean yeah i'm gonna it didn't it didn't feel choppy no but the the first terrifier was filmed on a thirty-four thousand dollar budget right and this one was filmed on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar budget and i feel like they they made they did a lot with that john okay they did a lot with thirty-four thousand. Yeah. In the first one, like they okay. did a lot, but I, like I told you in my text, I think a lot of it went to like, I think it went to effects. For sure. A lot of it went to effects. This guy obviously has a background in special effects. I think so. For sure. And so this $250,000 budget, so it grossed during its um, theatrical run uh, worldwide, $15 million. So these are, this is a profitable franchise. Oh. And they are doing a Terrifier 3, by the way. Which I'm not shocked because I was going to think, I'm not going to lie to you. It's so, I truly believe that it is so hard to create a franchise in horror where you, you, you make an iconic monster or villain that people kind of latch onto yeah. and it starts to become its own a thing. You get your own Michael, you get a new Michael, a you, get a new Jason. you now have Art the Clown. It's incredibly 
difficult to do. And I almost I feel agree. like you just have to roll the dice yep. and not really have the expectation that it's going to catch on. No. I, because I just feel like like maybe there is like an egotistical part in the filmmaker's uh, brain where they're like, oh, this is the new Freddy. This is the new Jason. This is the new whatever. But I feel like an as like a just like a person sitting as a writer just being like or just thinking of the concept of what this would be or what the villain would be because i mean it's a clown that is scary and murderous and we've seen it before we have and that's what's crazy times. about art the clown and like and so the but i don't, I don't know, know it was, it was it. just art the clown for me was terrifying before I had actually sat down and watched the movie because this just the image of Art the Clown kind of freaked me out on the poster or the social media images and stuff like that. You know who Art the Clown is related to? Who? The nun. Those two <laughs> are siblings. They're, 100%. They are percent. They are first cousins. <laughs> they're first cousins and brother sister they have similar so, noses for sure they have similar noses they have um they have Gray similar scale, motives black and white <laughs> yes but similar motives similar art noses though, art the clown is is crazy to me so <sighs> it's okay. really okay this is going to be hard because now i'm thinking about the characters and how the development goes i don't care about any of that at this point because i don't think it mattered to the filmmaker at all i don't but, i'm gonna no i don't think so either yeah. but i don't think so either what really got me in the first like few minutes of terrifier 2 was that scene i don't know who who art is killing but it seems like he's coming through like a vortex of some kind yeah. and like uh there's just like the last victim of maybe the first movie it, and yes it is do they ever set the tone of what you're about to get into like they, they up top uh, is yes. just like this is how the movie's going to be and and then we're going to sum it up gore wise it's a pretty throughout. crazy cold open it's it's insane i was like okay cool thank you for for you know prefacing the entire movie with you're just, you're just setting the expectation of how much violence we're about to get into. Oh, and oh. And the style of the violence is really specific. Uh, <laughs> because, John, it's, yeah. Because it's not like, it's not like those really gory movies like Saw or whatever, where it's very rooted mm. in reality. Oh, this is, this is some fantasy horror. It's fantasy horror. It's nightmare horror. 100% it's, that. It's not realistic. No, the but logic also, isn't rooted in physics whatsoever. No, but it's very effective in the fact that yes. when you're watching it, you're like, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, my stomach wants to turn upside down, but like, and I'm trying not to because what does he do? And I don't even know if we can actually describe it. It's I don't think we so should. Crazy. We probably can't. I don't think we can actually describe any of the violence, especially the bedroom scene. Everybody talks about the bedroom scene, and that's the one thing John, going it into actually, it. I was like, I was like, the bedroom scene. I I've heard about it. People have talked about the bedroom. I never knew anything about it. Nothing. I'd heard yeah. nothing. So when I watched it, I was like, "What <laughs> is this?" It goes on for miles and days. And guess what? It just 
keeps getting worse. And I don't even know how you can add that many layers to a murder. <laughs> and it is um, so that, insane. I got to tell, I got to tell you. So the actress that this happens to, the character that this happens to is played by an actress who was not particularly my favorite leading up to this point. No. Not because her character was like bad or unlikable, but the the actress doing the the reciting of the words. I was like, could you be more stiff and wooden? Honestly, <laughs> but here's the thing though, is like, do you think that's a director's choice? Because I'm not I'm not joking yeah. when I say this. I cannot tell what this movie is trying to be. <laughs> like <laughs> Is it supposed to be an 80s, like a throwback to 80s? Because we get that weird horror, like that weird synth. The synth, the 80s, the, the 80s, 80s, uh, the 80s horror synth is very prominent. And also the style of what's of the editing yes. is also very 80s movie. I believe I had the thought too. So I'm glad you brought it up. Like while we were watching it, I was like, ooh, this tone is like so. It's a very oh, throwback. It's a throwback homage to those like campy 80s horrors. Not it's like it's very specific time of horror because you have like the 70s of like of oh like last the, house on the left. Yeah. I think that was a 70. I think that was the one in the 70s. Was it yeah. last house on the left? It's last house on the left, and that's all like Halloween and um Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. And then you have how those movies progressed into the 80s which becomes sort of like this sort of like these fantasy horror things, like the they magic do. element would started coming in. You, like, you like do. Hellraiser was sort of like that. And uh, very much that. And you get also, like, you do get like these, they all become like, what are, I don't know, specters. What, what would you yeah. consider? Because like Michael at some point just became like, in this, the 80s, he did become sort of like this, like mystical, supernatural thing. Yeah, which like, is like supernatural elements with horror monsters. I don't. Yeah. You really have to try and make it work. Yeah, which is like I think like why like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was so successful throughout the 80s was because he was like baked in supernatural. He was always though. Yeah. I think he was one. So I think what's great about Freddy, I I know we're a little off subject here, okay. but it's not really because Art kind of follows the same. He follows He's, the same. He does appear in Dreams of the Protagonist. Yeah, which, which is which that scene. Oh my god. Okay, let's just go into it. Okay, okay. So, go so into it. This movie. We're gonna just abridge this whole synopsis for you guys, and you just. I, Be prepared. I feel, spoilers, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, spoiler. We cannot describe the murders because I don't even yeah. know. Are we even allowed to say murder on YouTube? I don't even know. But Terrifier 2, by the way, to this day is not rated. And that makes total sense. Oh, how could you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so you start out with like the, the the tone setter murder is like of this, like, I don't know, was he a security guard? He's or? not a security guard. He works in the morgue and he's actually there to okay. work so at the end of it and this is the only thing i'll say at the end of one this guy is there are bodies rolling into the morgue and they're like um there's a there's a serial um murderer on the loose yeah but also he's in that body bag and now here's all the other people and then art somehow comes back 
I mean, that, uh, we we can't get into logic because there this movie defies logic at all turns, which is so, fine with me because, dude, whatever yeah. at this point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Art uh, murders this uh, mortuarian. Yep. Uh, he and um, yeah, and also takes one of his eyeballs and puts it into his own head. Yeah, he does. And his and his brain. No, 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 no I don't. He I actually his, he eats his brain. He does. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> if we want to talk about it, we can. Yeah. So uh, it's very bloody and crazy, and it's so um, wild, dude. Yeah, and so we have it upon. So he goes to the laundromat first thing, and in Arthur Clown style, who is, if you don't know, he doesn't speak or make sounds. Not at all. He's he basic kind of a mime quality. He's he's mute. For a lack of a better word, he is yeah. mute. He does not speak or make noises. Like, Charles but it has said. a great sense of humor. I would say. I mean, he loves dark humor. He he is <laughs> cackling silently throughout this entire movie living the his actor, life the actor is really good as art yeah and just so he's he goes, great as art <laughs> he is uh who was played by david howard thornton by the way now now he legend. sounds like he went to a charter school in europe <laughs> <laughs> yeah david howard thornton but um uh yeah so he uh goes to the laundromat and he cleans up he strips completely nude and uh, puts his clothes into the, he just cleans his clothes where he also meets a young girl with a side pony. And uh, she is horrifying. She is. And she <laughs> takes a, she, um, we're not going to get into that part. Okay. It's really crazy and weird. Uh, For some reason, she, she excretes violently as sort of like, a uh, hello mm -hmm. great so yeah. they're they are they are cut from the same cloth and she's they a little are. bit more wraithy she's like a wraith yeah a bit. And I, she also is. she's sort of like this projected figment of art's imagination but also kind of not really in this but, world yeah because other people can she starts to manifest in this way and that way so we're sort of expanding upon the supernatural element of of terrifier world yeah with and this she, little like, clown she obviously comes from the same whatever the heck art comes from but nothing's ever going to be explained so no, don't get your that, hopes up no you, if you want an explanation girl you better write it that's yeah. fan fiction there's a lot of whys and hows and what's going on throughout <laughs> this movie and i'm just like you know what this is what it is but what i can tell you is tone wise I was so happy that I was watching this for like our Halloween month because I was like, this is a Halloween movie. It, 100%. Do you know, okay, for those of you out there who have watched Trick or Treat. Yes, this, I was out of Trick or Treat as you well. You did, okay, yeah. because this, for some reason, feels like Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. And, and I, I cannot I, put my finger on why. It's because this movie, I don't know about the first one, but Terrifier 2 is Halloween specific. It was made for Halloween. Yes. It's made to watch with your friends during Halloween season. Definitely with your friends. And I thought while I was watching it, I was like, you know what? Like, despite all of its like narrative flaws, its story flaws or whatever flaws, and like the style, the cheesiness, the 
this would be identified as camp, I would say, because this, I agree. Earnestness. I agree 100%. Yeah. But like, despite all of that, like, it's so self-aware and right. it's that it knows, like, they set out to make a movie that you can watch, you can enjoy and watch every single Halloween as a tradition and with your friends and like have it on in the background while you're having like a little Halloween get together. I was just going yeah. to say that. Okay. And the reason why I say this is, and I love that you say this is like a Halloween tradition. I have watched Trick or Treat every year for as long as I can remember. It's such a good movie. I love Trick or Treat. I think it's so crazy. And it has this, it, the way it's able to be an anthology in itself is so yeah. amazing, but also it ties all these loose ends. Now, while Terrifier 2 isn't that, it definitely is something you put in the background of your <laughs> Halloween party. Yeah. And people can sit down who are a little bit too drunk or maybe they're... Right, and they're just like, what the They're fuck? like, right. Like, but it's, it's great for background. Yeah, I would say so too. It it just captures the spirit of Halloween. Right. It, uh, which is wild. Sorry, I put, sorry, I put a stick in the spokes. Um, can, <laughs> no, you're good. Because it's like, I I loved that part of it. I was like, oh, we're about to be in Halloween. And we're like watching this at the most appropriate time. And right. I was like, oh, yeah, this like, it got me in the mood of like the season fall and the season and everything like that. But um, uh, yeah, sorry, there's a leaf blower going on and I hate it. I can't hear it. And okay, I'm sorry good, you good, can. Good. But um, uh, so, the, so the movie goes forward where Arthur Clown, he's somewhat... Um, just goes about his day and then he gets introduced to the protagonist of this movie through a nightmare that she has that he just happens to be in yeah and that's how he gets intertwined in this this like 17 year old's life mm -hmm. and she's like she's all about halloween she's like obviously really good at cosplay she's like amazing at cosplay fucking yeah. work like yeah, she was for like, real she was working. It was like a nod to, to special effects, I would say. Yeah. And I really liked that element they included. Yeah. I was like, dang, she's really good at this. Yeah. And it's Sienna and she is a, a teenager uh, about to like sort of fly the coop in, in a lot of ways, like become an adult. And uh, she uh, has a younger brother named Jonathan, who is like the nerdy, wormy, weirdo, possible serial killer, aspirational thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and the mom it was very much like an 80s archetype i would say i loved her can i, can I be <laughs> barbara honest? i loved her dude i'm I not joking i did too but no like, like she a, was every part just like you said on minute hour and mom, 10 on minute hour and 10 like the whole one note of the, like yelling and screaming and being annoyed was kind of getting tiring for me <laughs> but you know what i think it was perfect because Honestly, imagine how tired <laughs> those kids are. I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, she is one of these moms that's like she has high expectations of her children. She is uh, they are they are pissing her off at every turn. I mean, and she's just she's just it comes from a place of love and caring and order in a life full of chaos. John, I know a mom like that. That's why yeah. to me, and I will not say her name, but okay. she her family grew up on this other street from mine uh -oh. so she was on the other block yeah john you could hear her yelling at yeah. nighttime from the other block yelling at her kids yeah I, everyone knows this mother yes. this is the same mother and i was like 
She's I'm always stressed out. She always. works like she works a crazy job. But like, uh, but Barbara, she's not afraid to be like, shut the fuck up, child. Right. Yeah, she she's not. That, <laughs> she oh. like she curses like a sailor, but also uh, demands, lovingly, lovingly demands this demands a different standard of her children. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she's she's drinking to to manage the stress a lot. Who hasn't been there? <clears throat> Who hasn't? I'm, and I'm why wouldn't you? There. Yeah, her husband is dead. And she's a single parent and she's just doing the best she can with what she's got. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear this? This GD leaf blower? No. Crazy. I can't. So annoying. (laughs) Welcome to Los Angeles on a street where there is a leaf blower going every day of the week at some point. I mean, yeah. It's insane. What are they doing out there? Uh, Trying to look busy. That's what I would do. I feel like if I were Art the Clown, I would right. I would go out there right now and I would have like this really crazy, creative, gory he would have. sequence. He would have actually. He'd found a way to do it. Yeah. So if I were to kill a leaf blower guy in Art the Clown style, it would probably be the leaf blower goes into the mouth. Oh, I was going to say blast. And I was going like, to say anus. <laughs> right. But the same, whatever you do, it yeah. just like. They balloon up and then pop and the blood and guts go everywhere. Right. See, that's I, terrifier too. That is terrifier too, basically. <laughs> that is kind of the style. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's very much like 80s tropiness with the family dynamics. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, but um uh what's her face? Uh Sienna, the the main character, she has she goes to bed, she has this crazy nightmare. Yep. Art the Clown is featured in it. And she's like this this little, she's herself, but dressed up as this little girl with other like adults dressed up as like little children. She looks like Pippi Longstocking. She did have Pippi Longstocking hair for sure. She looked just like Pippi Longstocking. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure what was going on in this scene. No, me But it was like, it was very surreal. It was foreshadowing, I think. A lot of foreshadowing, yes. And I was like, and it was just like weird and unsettling and like nightmarish. It, uh, they did a good job making it a nightmare because not, dreams don't make sense. Just like I told you, I had a dolphin dream last night and those fuckers had audacity nerve. Yeah. And they were so rude. <laughs> what they happened talk, with these dolphins? John, they were so rude. It didn't even matter. Dreams don't make sense and they don't have to. But I'm telling you, John. You were sassed was, by dolphins? Yes. So weird. They are kind I, of sassy. They give off no, like a sassy vibe. The problem is this. This I know it sounds so crazy. That is literally what I woke up from, and I was like, "Why?" We're like, we have Why? to start. We have to start the pod late today because I have to try. I to- have to. <laughs> I have to go back because I I'm going back into this dream. The dolphins were your art, the clown. They were. So it doesn't matter. But dreams, <laughs> since we're talking about dreams, they don't have to make sense. None of mine no. made sense. And this and is none of this one makes sense either. But Art the Clown like turns on all these children. Oh, yeah. Breaks out a, like a Tommy gun. I was going to mows say, them down. Everyone in the room. Everyone in the room. It's several and it's crazy, bloody crazy. And so Sienna in her dream state, she she uh, for some reason runs to like this cere- open cereal box and digs her hands in where it's a bunch of glass. It's crazy. And so she continues to do it and she pulls out this like 
little sword yeah that her dad has gifted her in real life and um what does art do he like fires a flamethrower at her yeah because he does have a flamethrower remember he burns up the lady with the ukulele Right. Um, <laughs> the lady was singing with the entire time with a ukulele yeah and she gets roasted so then he tries to burn her and then it catches on fire in real life in her room while right, well, she she blocks it with the sword which yeah. is like the biggest deal of the movie it's like the only thing we have to latch on to story-wise i'd say yeah like this is the thing that can actually disrupt art the clown's whole thing and save the day yeah somehow yeah and so uh yeah so she wakes up and like the fire has transferred uh nightmare on elm street style from her dream to reality and her whole costume is basically burnt up and then she just kind of like is really disturbed by the dream and she we're introduced to her two friends one is is a wild sassy uh attitudinal gal Oh, is she ever? Who meets like a pretty intense demise later on in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, to put it lightly. Yeah, and then her other friend is like, um, she's all about like, how would you describe the friend who's like a little more like rules oriented and like get your life together, you're being crazy. Um, I would describe her as just very like, she grew up in a household where um, yeah. she's kind of been on a leash her yeah. entire life. She she's sees very rational and grounded in reality. And also, if you have a little bit of like creativity in you or like you think something's a little bit more magical. And so the, the dynamic is this. So Sienna is the one that uh, puts a lot of stock into somebody's Zodiac sign. And then um, the friend is the one that's like, that's not real. You're insane. Magic yeah. doesn't exist. Um, uh, yeah. And so, and this is the friend who gets murdered in the bedroom scene. <sighs> it is. <laughs> it's really, really And I want to know, I want to know from the director why her why this particular he knew someone like her he knew someone like her you think so john it seemed vindictive and no other character you we went to school with people like this where it was like you better follow the rule you know what she felt like to me she felt and i'm so sorry for those of you out there i'm not generalizing but she felt like a stereotypical mormon girl who was constantly judging you for everything you did no matter what you did you better follow the rules i'm gonna go tell the teacher yeah she was that type john the director knew someone like this and this is a why she got literally one of the most brutal it was so bad yeah Yeah. i've never seen anything like this yeah her uh, me neither and her name is uh her actress name is casey hartnett and the character's name is Allie. i feel because after so i mean because we kind of get to it this movie, the pacing of this movie is wild because it's like two hours long and it really doesn't need to be. But... No, it absolutely <laughs> doesn't. There's, and the we'll the storyline story is very thin. We're going to touch on that later. And I'm yeah. glad you said that because... I don't know. <laughs> there's parts that really drag towards the, the ending of it, but... There's a, just, part, uh, there's a lot that drags throughout all of it. I'm like, cut it here, cut it here, cut it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but that's whenever you're talking with your friends at the party right. and like and then like once somebody starts screaming you're like oh look at this it gives you like breathing room to like have a yeah. good time yeah and like because like what did i say so i I'll, I'll get to my thoughts later but i wrote down my thoughts and my notes app and like um yeah it's so this my first one was like uh so it's so refreshing to have a legit Halloween movie that fits the tone of Halloween. It's not sad, dark, and broody. It's fun and totally Halloween appropriate in every sense. True Halloween essence. And then the next note was, this is a movie you watch really stoned when you're 19 to 22 and experience ego death while wondering if the, the campy acting is actually good and if that dream sequence went on for 10 minutes or two. Right. Nail, the nail right on the head. Because I feel like this is something that I would have watched stoned at, at like 20 years old. This would have been us together being like, yeah. what? I don't know. It would have also, been great. garbage truck outside now. Do you hear this thing? I hear that, but I also kind of like the squeaking sound of it. It is totally crazy. This did you see the bubble bonkers. come out of my mouth? How did that no, happen? No, but I want to. There was a little spit bubble. It said does. Okay, so... I want to play that back and actually for those of you watching it. play it back. It happens. <laughs> and magic does sometimes happen. Magic does exist. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, after, after like a, after like a spooky Halloween store, we get a Halloween store in this, which was, I thought was cool. Uh, yeah. It was like a weird Halloween store, kind of dark and crazy. And this is where she sees Art the clown in real life for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's like stalking her and it it actually unnerved me a lot. Yeah, because it's really weird and you're in a really dark place with you guys all know the carpets, those thin brown carpets that have weird stains on them always. Yeah. And the racks are like those weird metal they grids are. on yep. the wall. It yeah. is spirit Halloween without <laughs> saying it's spirit Halloween. Exactly. But, but art is just like, not really hiding from her at all. No, he's not even trying to hide from the guy at the counter. Yeah, and he like has it in for her for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, I was like, you were supposed to die in that dream and you thwarted me with a sword and now I'm personally affronted and now I'm going to kill all of your friends and family before getting to you. Yeah, very. It's a vendetta yeah. that just is not understandable. No, but I mean... He but does who cares? Look, he's very menacing in there in this oh, scene. For sure. I would say that like really got to me while I was like watching. I was like, this suspense is crazy. And he's like, he's having a laugh at her while she's trying to check out, and it's taking way too long. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about that? Was it he was like trying to like do I'm weird stuff? Not gonna lie. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I actually thought it was kind of hilarious. Right. Like he like hates her. I, for no reason no. he's just sitting there taunting her like pulling off those little things the little horn it's i was crazy. like okay yeah and then so after she leaves he totally kills the checkout counter guy and then he does this fun thing where he holds the head as if he's in the in the window display and like they just had to have a, a thing where like a mom and a kid like try to get into the uh the now closed Halloween store and they see Art the Clown holding the decapitated head and they're like, oh, cool. And then they go away. Because they don't know it's real, but also, and I don't want to get in the details <laughs> of that uh, poor man's um, 
uh, untimely demise. Yeah. But there was a part with the glass where it actually looked, um, it looked real. I don't know how you can make when the cutting, like yeah, the way it looked. Well, the thing is, it for was me, so crazy because I was like, how? <laughs> it's it's fully um, it's a it's a full uh, like dummy. It's a it's a it's a practical special effect with like with um with they spared no expense with like puppetry for the eyes and the mouth movements while it while he's being decapitated with the glass and it's like so crazy yeah but the way it cuts the neck when you see it and you see like the fat the part that gets me is like they really the details is like anywhere that there's like fat or anything on your body there were layers that were being cut through and it disgusted me so bad and it's not like you're seeing it from afar it's a close-up it's like they want you to see how much work they put into it right because i mean it's like it looks like a really hard gag to do and i feel like you can only do it in one take yeah you don't get another chance unless they had little tricks up their sleeve which i'm sure they did but no yeah, those little things I was like, oh, cool. They have like the puppets for the puppeteering for like the eyes and the mouth movement. So it adds a little bit more movement to the death. And it's not like they're just cutting the head off on a mannequin, which I thought I respected. And I like that because for me, I could identify it as like not a real person or a body. And so for me, it kind of made the gore a little bit more tolerable. Like my brain wasn't like, oh, I'm seeing something real. It's like, oh, I'm seeing I'm seeing like a fake thing get its head cut off. That's how it worked for me until they zoomed in on the actual <laughs> parts of the skin. Yeah. Where I was like, uh. yeah. And the reason why I say this is because for all of you out there, I once cut my leg open very deep at a job site. Yeah. And I'm not so going to tell no. you any of the details. But it ripped out this weird yellow, yellowish, um, blobby stuff in the back of my leg that looked mm. just like that. Oh. And I was like, I yeah. can't relive this. Yeah, that's that's a hardcore trauma for you. you yeah, because you, you have to have. You experience the body gore. And the, and the layers of, the, of it. Didn't you have to get stitches? Yeah, and they had to do some on the inside too. Oh God! Do you still have oh. a scar from that? Oh yeah, it's it's nice though. I like it. You're like this is from like this crate. It was a wire, right? Yeah, it was a wire, but it was so sharp. <sighs> it was oh God. Okay, we're not going to talk about that, but that's real life. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got to get back into this. All right. So here <laughs> we go. Full speed ahead, Travis. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready, and I'm not going to say anything. We'll talk about it at the okay. end. Okay. So right after that, we get. We get Halloween spooky realness. We got trick-or-treaters happening to set the tone. We got the protagonist dressing up in her archangel um, uh, cosplay costume inspired by a an illustration her dad did for her whenever she was a kid. And for me, I was kind of like, um, your dad drew you a sexy angel? I thought the same. Weird. I thought the same. Yep, and right also, the 17-year-old a mature young lady is calling her dad daddy and her mom mommy throughout the throughout the entire movie so does the so does the brother they all they always just say mommy and daddy yeah i don't like it um but no keep going <laughs> please keep going <laughs> um, so 
Uh, so she does. She ignores. She throws caution to the wind and uh, goes out to have a nice Halloween night and party or face off, despite being terrified of this Art the Clown person stalking her. And um, uh, we do get a we do get the bedroom scene. It's and one of the we, worst things I've ever seen. We will, I will not go into details okay. on this. All right, fine. I don't we think won't. you should either. Okay, I don't we think won't. You should. We're not going to go into it. But what we can tell you is that it does include, um, it does include um, a scalp or lack thereof. Mm. It includes bleach, uh, Clorox bleach, salt, salt. Mm. There and, is. Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> and also, um, it also includes a very distraught and shocked and horrified mother uh, walking in on the scene. And and, the, and the, victim is, the victim is still alive. Somehow. And that is... That's all you need to know. The guttural mom that escapes her mouth uh, is so bad. It's John Cena's so crazy. I've never in my life. I had a little bit of a dissociative experience with it where I was like, oh, this isn't that bad. But then it just mm -hmm. keeps on going. It just gets worse and worse. And then I actually have, paused yeah. it and got up uh -huh. and went to my redacted and, and said, got a snack. No, <laughs> I had to walk out and I said, this is one of the most insane movies I've ever watched. Yeah. And I said, would you like to know what I just watched? And he was like, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, yeah, it's really bad, I would and say. I... It's, so I'm relieving it now. Like, it's obviously, it's, I mean, it's clearly... Um, I'm, it, I can it, remember. The, these uh, images, these little violent images are baked and seared into the retina. It's not going away. It'll never go away. Which is crazy. Um, so... Anyway, so I feel like it's a sort of all downhill after the the bedroom scene because yeah. we don't get another we, like no other scene thereafter that includes murder actually one ups it. It's like it peaks there and then it goes down, which I'm kind of grateful for. Like throw <clears throat> that although, yeah, although that scene in the dirty bathroom. It was not, it's not compared. There's really not a yeah. huge comparison, but we should. Um, yeah. Uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> we should just but, go back from the bedroom scene and we'll just, yeah. we'll just abridge from there. Yeah. So the bedroom scene, okay, yeah. So Sienna's like outliving her life and um, she's like, whatever. But then something happens at home where her brother who believes in Art the Clown, he experiences Art the Clown and the little girl. And um, he tells his mom and the mom's like, you're crazy. I'm calling the psychiatrist on Monday. And um, she does not live until Monday. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, that scene with Was the mashed sad? potatoes. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, when we tell Stuffing you guys, her face with mashed potatoes. When you guys... If you've not watched oh, this, John, I just that thought of scene it again. Actually, no, no, I was no. like, what? that was oh, okay. yeah. It that was. was it's I would say really that, bad. that for me was worse than the bedroom scene for me because the bedroom scene was so over the top. This was seriously so like, like um, 
It was. No, 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 we can't. We can't. can't. I didn't because it was one of the worst (laughs) things I've seen. Okay, I keep seeing it. We got to move on. Okay. Okay. I'm like, uh, yeah, that was the one for me that like my brain so their so their mom right now their mom dies and <laughs> there is it's truly one of the most violent she yeah she, we're not gonna go into it so she you guys she, can watch that she dies but she still somehow still makes it to dinner <laughs> she still makes it to dinner everyone oh that made my stomach turn it's so gross I can't it's oh. literally so gross it's like playing on repeat it's uh-huh. like oh. Okay, we're moving on. Okay, please do because it's actually <laughs> terrible. It's so gross. Like it made my it made my like throat sour. sour. Yeah. Um it's bad. Ew. Yeah, Terrifier 2 is disgusting. <laughs> really bad. Okay. So we go on and uh um <laughs> so uh Sienna realizes her whole like heroiness because she gets a call from what she thinks is her brother but it's really a little girl imitating her. Uh, she's like, I'm stuck at the crazy kooky carnival that's closed down right now. Come find me. And so she does that. She goes through and um, she she finds her brother and she has to confront the terrifier and uh, or Art the Clown. And um, and what I would say is they have sort of a long drawn out back and forth battle, a little bit of cat and mouse some at some points gets pretty repetitive and tiring mm-hmm. yeah. and it gets to a place where i'm like all right so when are we landing this plane yeah 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 and like dock the boat please. like we all we know what's gonna happen it involves a sword i didn't know that was gonna happen though what the, <laughs> i didn't know that the um the water tank thing was gonna be a thing i why is there a water tank why is also she why does a- the sword glow yeah and like why is the sword to begin with yeah there's um, a lot we're leaving a lot out for you guys because yeah. you can go and experience that's an experience yeah that's you can watch sure. it it's one of those things you just gotta watch it for yourself and and you know grin and bear the climax we're not telling um, you any of the crazy gore either like you lived through that like we had to okay yeah i will never not unsee mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes stuffing your face with mashed potatoes i've i've i hate i hated the <laughs> amount of force john like oh, the, no 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 it was no, no, no. it was it's yeah. so bad moving on yeah be tra- traumatize yourself at your leisure those at home um uh so she does she does defeat art the clown but obviously the little girl she comes and like takes him into another place so it's like an abyss of some sort yeah so we're gonna get our we're gonna get terrifier three it's already happening so do you think that you're gonna watch it because i don't know what to expect (laughs) and i want to but i've also i'll watch it for the podcast same i'm very apprehensive after i wouldn't i would not have watched terrifier 2 if it wasn't for this podcast because i knew how squeamish i was gonna be and i'm i am not shy from body horror no i see the thing is is the type of body horror that i like yeah it's like it's like hellraiser sometimes saw saw goes over the top a lot there's ones where i like oh but this I, is when full, it's grounded in some sort of reality, but this is 
<laughs> so insane. They go so hard. They this is this is a movie where it's all about the body gore and the body horror mm. and the kills and the blood and the guts oh. and the the story is mm. an afterthought and i respect it i don't i respected it i was like okay it needed just as much story as it had i don't think it yeah i don't think it would have made the movie like they could have toned they could have dialed back the story and the arcs of everything towards the end oh for sure we're gonna get to yeah this. okay so basically okay sienna she saves a day only briefly who knows is he coming back for sienna is she the final girl we don't know. She's the final girl for this I do one. know because she's listed as a cast member in Terrifier 3. But does she survive? That's the question. True. Yeah. True. That's the question. You never know. Is never she the know. true final girl? But she does like emerge with super strength and she has a supernatural quality to her now as part of her rebirth. Yeah. So, I mean, she is like the antithesis to Art the Clown in some respects. Uh, honestly yeah yeah so i think she's gonna have like i don't know who knows what terrifier 3 is gonna have in store there i don't know sky's the limit they can literally I mean, truthfully, do anything you can do whatever you want <laughs> they're going to anyway they have set a precedent where there's no there are no rules no there's no rules so, okay yeah. so that's terrifier 2 we had to leave a lot out i just don't even think we can really talk about it. you this really not can't safe for work it's, it's it's NSFW. It is not. Uh, I mean, even like watching it at home, it's still NSFW for me. Like, um, yeah, am I going to get in trouble? Like, am I going to hell immediately after this? Because <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be a dry hell moment? Where I the, know, the, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I my thoughts were I I did respect and enjoy this movie despite how intense some of the things were. Yeah. And how um, how lame some of the things were and how like I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is sort of getting a little painful story wise. Yeah. And like scene wise and whatever yeah. wise. Like I was like, this is kind of getting a little much yeah. like. But uh, yeah, but I, I respected it. I thought it was an achievement in Out horror. Of 10, what will you give it? Out of oh 10, my gosh. what are you going to give this? Because there's a lot. you could... OK. All right. Out of. Out of 10 dismembered penises being rubbed against the driver's side window, I would give this, um, I would honestly give this an eight for, I would give it an eight. You would? Okay. I would give it an eight. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's, I would. And I'll tell you why after you give me yours. Okay. Yeah. So out of 10 out of 10 broken mops through the top of your head in a laundry mat. <laughs> yeah. I am going to give this Off movie. screen violence, by the way. Which I, okay, that works for me though. Because yeah. like, I already knew something was going to happen. I just didn't know what. Yeah. So it, that's irrelevant. You guys will see it. So out of 10 broken mops at the top of your head, um, I'm going to give this movie. And here's the thing. When I say this, it's, <laughs> I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I'm going to give it a six. That's fair. That's totally but, fair. But yeah. I'm not saying that I dislike this movie. I'm giving it a six. Well, it's above gonna, a five, you know? Yeah, I, but I'm not going to go into the weeds of it. Like, yeah. 
this movie's so crazy and that's all i'm gonna say but it's, it's a six yeah. for me mm-hmm. and that's it it's <laughs> completely bonkers mm-hmm. if but what i would say i completely 100 am behind this movie in that it know it knew what it was on on day one and it delivers on it delivers on an effective moody atmospheric halloween movie right and it's one that i know is going to be part of people's traditions every single year i agree with that and not maybe not terrifier one but terrifier two specifically is going to be on the rotation whenever it comes to halloween right terrifier one is you guys go watch that if you want yeah this 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 movie this movie is laganja stranja in that in that all-stars a season where she enters with a flying leap crotch drop onto the she made her mark is what i'm trying to say i want to say this you know i I said i wasn't going to get into the weeds about why i give it a six i give it a six and here's why is because the, the end it's time like it's time for us to end it. Yeah. There's some be, scenes. Yeah. Dial it back. And the, this is up. why. This is why. Okay. My main review. This is my yeah. main review of it. Get into it. Not everything has to be put in it. We know. Uh-huh. Listen, we all love. If you're a creative person, we all love what we do. And we don't want to remove any part of it. Yeah. We want everything to work. It need, There needs to be some editing. I am perfectly fine with every other every uh-huh. other aspect of this movie. Yeah. Do Edit we need do we it's like the movie. tension as soon as the tension has been released and resolved, you don't need to go 10 more minutes. Nope, it's fine. So just that's my only thing. It's a 6 in the sense that this does not have to be 2 hours to make the point. No. There is no point. No no no. Dial it back. This could have easily have been an hour and a half, if not a little bit shorter, because for me, like the scene with um, oh, what is her name? She is the sassy friend Brooke. Uh, she's an a hole. Um, she's an a hole, but also she was everyone giving me Kesha. Do not, she was giving me Kesha, but also you guys do not put drugs in your friends' drinks. I think she got exactly what she deserved. Oh, absolutely! But they, don't put drugs in your friends' drinks. But for some reason, the filmmaking choice was to keep cutting back to scenes with her while the protagonist is off doing whatever. Yeah. It's like, why are you cutting back to this car like several different times? No. It's crazy to me. You know, in that car, they should have been playing um, I Don't Want to Wait by Paula Cole. <laughs> and that's how they both The Dawson's Creek song? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's a, so yeah. give me Paula Cole. I don't want to wait. I mean, and they didn't have the licensing money for something like that, but they should have. Absolutely not. You're right. Because, well, Travis, you have a different, you have a higher taste level, I would say, for humor, because this would this would have been so, that would have been so funny. It would have been it was playing, playing the entire time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. And it's like, girl, it's now. That time is now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a very missed opportunity to have like a, like an ironic song playing in the background. But that's because I'm like, are, is this movie supposed to be comedy too? Because I didn't know if I was supposed yes. to laugh or not. No, it's supposed to be have some humor and funniness and crazy. But but the reason why that it is camp and like legit camp in my opinion, oh, it is. I think 
I think your opinion too is because how earnest it is. Oh, it's very much that self-aware. It but is earnest. I think there's parts of it that I don't know if it is self-aware, which is I think what also leads itself to being camp because like like the dramatic, <laughs> like the dramatics of it. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like like, a... like the, the filmmaker thought they were doing like really impactful, powerful scene work. Yeah. And like you could cut all of that down. There is, yeah. Just yeah. lean into what it is. We know what this is. Girl. Yeah, it, it goes, it, it, it like goes a hundred million miles an hour in all facets of this movie. Also, and I will say this, this is another reason why the points aren't higher for me. It's like, I get that there's, you have a killer here with a bag full of goodies. Yeah. When you start using a gun, it takes me out. Yes. I don't like I, it. Give me an iconic preach. weapon. I want a weapon with Preach. your killer. You have Michael, you have Jason, you have yes. Freddie, you have all these other killers and they have an iconic weapon. Give me that. Do not pull out a nine millimeter when things aren't working in your favor. That is BS. Yeah, because we, like, like we have like that. what? We got like a weird sawed off shotgun. I don't like that. We got a Tommy gun and we got yep. other types of guns as well. I don't like it either. And I nope. did bump at that too. So I'm glad you brought it up here on the bring pod. Me, bring on, me on a Mean weapon. Girls Interrupted, where this is the authority on movies. Right. <laughs> Only authority on movies. That is that is probably the most sense I've heard all day today. I didn't like, don't give me a million weapons. I did see that too. I'm like, wait, why is he pulling out a gun? Like, I don't yeah. want that. No. That's not the point. It's so like, lame. I don't want mass murder on. Uh, like, I don't want that kind of no. mass m- mass murder. Um, but anyway, iconic weapon. That's what we need. Yes. Not a nine millimeter. We have a shotgun. You did the thing with an iconic villain. Yeah. Give us the iconic weapon. They they go hand. But in I hand, did. Friend. I did love the bag of the bag of the bag of goodies. I like, but also because it implies violence to come. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so before we wrap up, we don't have a lot of time. No. Uh, that's Terrifier 2. Let's hop on over to our friends at RottenTomatoes.com. Sure. And uh, so Terrifier 2, at, with all of its shortcomings and its two hour and 18 minute runtime. Crazy. It's crazy. This is, was it Lord of the Rings? John, it was uh, crazy. So it has an 85% tomatometer from the critics from the critics yeah damn and an audience score of 80 percent despite how gory and off-putting some things are john you were right on the mark for me though i mean listen the rest is good but six for me yeah it would have it would have been more of a nine if like the drama and the narrative was just like cut a lot out but so this is the terif- The critics' consensus is Terrifier 2 outdoes the original in every way, which makes it bad news for the squeamish, but a bloody good time for genre enthusiasts. Yeah, it yeah. is bad news for the squeamish because yeah. you guys, I'm not telling you what happens in the first one, but I should have expected everything that happened in this movie. I'm not watching the first one ever. You don't have to. Because I've already lived through the worst of it. Oh, you have, but that yeah. it it does lead it. I should have expected all of this. <laughs> yeah. So the audience says hardcore slasher fans may wonder why Terrifier 2's gore was so heavily hyped, 
but they'll also enjoy the old school horror and art the clown second act okay so the audience mem- who came to this consensus like i feel like they they oh ooh, oh time's up my oh <laughs> we've been cut off um but yeah so i feel like they have experienced a lot more gory things for sure uh, i don't know yeah where um <laughs> where? I, don't I don't want to know either <laughs> yeah but that's that's it guys that's our first movie to kick off our spooky season travis yep. go watch terrifier 2 i'm not saying don't listen to me these are out okay just at the end these are yeah. our opinions everything's our opinion we know yeah. it takes a lot of work time and effort to do this i have Obviously. a ton of appreciation for this movie the gore yeah. really really messed me up they did um, it. the story eh, don't go for story but mm-hmm. if you love body gore this movie's for you Oh, yeah, and, you know, turn it off for you. Uh, turn it off. Like you don't even have to watch the entire ending because the gore Hold does. A, Peter, the, the the gore comes to a halt. Hold a rosary during the bedroom scene if you need to. Um, <laughs> yeah, and just also like, uh, and keep that uh, keep that by your bedside for um, yeah. mom at dinner. Ooh. So anyway, well. <laughs> You well, guys, so... you guys can find us at MeanGirlsInterrupted.com, where you can also get our email, MeanGirlsInterrupted yeah. at gmail.com. Follow us, watch us on YouTube, subscribe, rate, review, leave us a comment down below. Uh, tell us why or why you didn't like this movie. Give us your rating. Give us, um, tell, just say hi. We'll say hi back. Um, and yeah. follow us on Instagram at MeanGirlsInterrupted. We're trying to. Uh, we're trying to get our social medias together, but we're both That's right. Big, we're both working gals. We're and busy, so, and so it's hard to these days. Um, and that's it. That's yeah. it. Ter- well, Terrifier really. too. And if you're watching this, I mean, if you're watching, listening to this, uh, hop on over to our the other part of our double feature, which is the movie Smile. Yep. And uh, get yourself a little double dose of uh, Travis and John on Mean Girls Interrupted. And uh, don't forget to stuff your face with mashed potatoes. Right. Do it that. (laughs) And I'll have to see you at the movies, Travis. Roll the credits. Um, You insane pile of diarrhea. Just (laughs) splattering all over the laundromat. Um, Terrifier (sighs) 2. Yeah, Terrifier (laughs) 2. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you.